So I could not be more excited to have our next guest on Driven Women Unfiltered. I am truly honored and feel so privileged. She drove two hours to get here from Manhattan. I have the star of HBO's Selling the Hamptons. Uh, let's see, The Real Trends number one top producing broker. Yes, that's a lot of volume, just so you know, <laughs> in the real estate world. And uh, not only is she an entrepreneur and an inspiration to all women, but she's also an international keynote speaker and a team leader. Like, crazy mouthful, so much. I don't even know how you have the time to do all of this. That's quite a lead up. Thank you. <laughs> so ladies, we have Bianca D'Alessio. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you. <laughs> so um, what did I miss? Is there anything else that you want to just toss in there? Because you are like a multipreneur doing so many things. Oh, thank you. I, you, you covered the big ones. Okay. I feel like we'll hit a lot of the other ones over the course of this. But uh, that was a really good introduction. Thank you. <laughs> I need to practice the sequence of all of that for the next time I introduce myself. Okay. Because I'll come. You, yeah, Just yeah. tell me. I'll be there. <laughs> I think you're, you're a great hype woman, so I appreciate that. <laughs> So, all right, so we got everything covered. We got it all covered. Okay, so then let's just jump right into yeah. it. I have so many questions, I had to write them down. Um, but we got to work on a project together, um, I guess it was early this year or late last mm -hmm. year, and that was really the first time that I got to really learn about you because I just knew how multifaceted you were on Instagram. And I think most people that follow you enjoy getting to see like the day to day and your fashion and your travels. Thank you. <laughs> so um, talk to me a little bit about, you know, what inspired you to get to where you are today? And you know, how do you stay inspired and motivated? So I've been in real estate for on the sales side for about a decade now. And I've worked for a lot of different teams, a lot of different companies, different brokerages. And I think during COVID things, it put things into perspective for me about the environment I was around. I've always been a team player. I love collaboration. I love working with people. And when you're in sales, it's a really isolating business. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you do a lot of it alone. It's super competitive and it's just so much more fun to do it together. So during COVID, so many things were changing. I was working on another team with other people and I just didn't feel inspired and I didn't feel the collaboration and the excitement. And I was seeking community. Like mm -hmm. I think a lot of people were. Um, and so it, it pushed me out of my comfort zone to say, I want to build something of my own. I want to do this mm -hmm. different. There's enough business to go around for everyone. Sure we could all have fun in yep. the sandbox together. Yep. <laughs> we could all play nice, but I wanted to build a foundation where uh, women felt empowered young agents felt comfortable and able and willing and ready to fail and knew that they had a safe space to do that so they could grow their business mm -hmm. and also be super competitive and cutting edge with marketing at the forefront and have fun doing it. Yeah. I mean, I live for my business mm -hmm. and the only way I'm able to do that is because I have fun every single day and I love the people I work with. So I couldn't find that anywhere else. So I created it for myself. It's, I mean, it's funny you say that because I don't, I don't, how old is your team? We're 
18 months old. Wow, I didn't yeah. realize that. <laughs> it's been insane. It's been an insane 18 months. Amazing, yes. mm-hmm. amazing. So anybody in New York City, if you're in real estate and looking for an amazing team leader, it's called the Masters Division. Yes, Has- and that was par- that was part of it, you know. Most other teams, they're named after a single person. Right. And you're building someone else's brand and you feel like you're working for someone else, especially when you're getting started. You feel like you're just a a piece of the puzzle. You're not the founding member, like part of the foundation. And so I didn't want people to feel like they were working for me. They're working with me. We're building this together because no matter at what point you get on the elevator, there's still much, so much more to go. So I wanted to call it something that was a, create a brand. So the master's division was born. Um, and I think that's that's been really empowering message for the people who've joined and me as I've been growing it because it's just taken new heights that I did not think we would be where we are today, 18 months in. And it's really exciting to watch it all happen. <laughs> I have yeah questions. <laughs> please <laughs> so how much volume did you guys do last year as a team so last year as a team we did just about 700 transactions yeah. <laughs> um and volume wise just about 400 million just 400 yeah. million <laughs> you know that is Incredible. And it's, I mean, I can totally relate with you on the the name piece of it because I started New Jersey's real estate matchmakers for the same reason, Mm -hmm. because I, I think that so many teams are built and there's going to be people that don't like that I say this, but there's so many teams that are built that are solely created Mm -hmm. to bring that leader to the top and not bring the whole team together. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the beauty of where we work is because we all are inspired to do that together. And um, again, just because you name your your team after you, Mm -hmm. you know, doesn't mean that you're in that same bucket, but I have seen that in other companies. And I want the ladies that work with me to partner and to all of us exclusively come up together and um, their success is my success. I want, Absolutely. I get so excited when, when, you know, an offer gets accepted or a new listing comes in and like. At any price for any so agent because they're so proud. Oh, You're it's doing amazing. it together. It's incredible. It's amazing. No, I love that so much. Oh my God. <laughs> all right. So, well, we talked about, you know, staying motivated and inspired, mm-hmm. but. During the challenging times, mm-hmm. because, you know, I think that is probably one of our biggest um, hurdles in real estate is that, you know, the market is cyclical, yeah. it's mm-hmm. hostile at times, and we're, you know, trying to like pave the way and make sure everybody stays motivated. And I've been doing some things too, but I would love for you to share, like, how do you create that constant mm-hmm. so everybody like wakes up every day and is like, I don't care what the news is saying today, but this is what I'm doing for my business. I am such an energy person. I talk about it all the time. From the moment I wake up in the morning, it's about getting my mindset right because it all starts with me. And I know that. And I set the stage and I set the foundation and I set the attitude of the office. And I almost take that on as that's my responsibility (laughs) to my team. Like I have to show up 100% every single day. And I feel I'm the first one in the office. I'm the last one to leave the office because I want to create that constant Mm -hmm. because I've trained my mind to do that. And that takes a lot of willpower and it takes 
a lot of really low moments to know like this is how high you could get and this is the the way you can get your mind right in the morning. So I make that a practice in my office. I start every morning off with music. So the first group of people into the office, they feel me jamming, they Mm -hmm. feel the energy. Mm -hmm. We're loud, we're excited, and we carry that through. But I think on the flip side of that, uh, I talk a lot about failure with my team and embracing failure and being okay with failure and leaning into failure and the moments of learning Mm -hmm. and how it's going to change you for the future. Right. You know, I think it's such a disservice to brush the failures aside and to just move past them and not actually take the time to learn from them. Mm -hmm. And through that conversation, because a lot of especially newer agents, they get embarrassed by the stumbles (laughs) that they make for why they lost the business or why they didn't close the deal. But creating a community and environment Mm -hmm. where we could talk about it. It's not angry. It's just, okay, what did we learn from that? Yeah, It wasn't great. How do we fix it for next time? Mm -hmm. And like really like being open and honest and transparent with ourselves Mm -hmm. and with the team, I think is what changes the attitude for people want to show up and they want to improve. And it's all about energy and mindset to to stay inspired, especially during those difficult times. <laughs> it's it's I think what people probably don't understand is that people like us are harder we're, we're hard enough on ourselves. Totally. Where where like same thing. My first question would be like, okay, well, what would you do do differently next time? Yeah. Right? Because that's what it's about. It's about good leadership is about coaching and mentorship. Absolutely. And that's why I truly believe in the right mentor is going to take you places that any schooling or any university or any of those places could never take you. I, I mean, a hundred percent. It changes the trajectory of your life. One hundred percent. If you have someone who's willing to take you on that ride and yep. take the time to coach you and take the time to learn with you, mm-hmm. it will change everything in your business. And I say that to any agent starting out, like find someone who's a cheerleader for you. Yeah. Be prepared. You're gonna have to bust your ass. Yeah. Like you will have to prove yourself, and yep. you are not deserving of this. You have to earn this. Yeah. But you find that person who is going to take you along with them and take the time to teach you. That will make the world of difference, not just in your business, but in your relationships, your personal and professional ones, and Mm -hmm. the way you set up your family, everything. It will change everything. So I had this one leader years ago, and, you know, I was that young, really hungry, ambitious Mm -hmm. person that Mm -hmm. just wanted to be here already, right? And uh, (laughs) I I would always, like, wait for it at the end of visits and, like, be like, oh, my God kind of feedback am I going to get? And, you know, in my early 20s, it took me a while to understand that any type of feedback that we get, if any of anybody's trying to like give us a hard time, no, they're giving you feedback because they care about you and they want you to do better. Mm -hmm. And that in itself is such a gift. It's such a gift. I literally. But it's all about perspective. It's the way that you look at yes. it. Yes. A lot of people don't look at it that way. I know. They're on the defense. <laughs> They're like, don't the tell defense. me what I'm doing mm-hmm. wrong. No, mm-hmm. like, I want you to be successful. Yes. So I want to help you. Absolutely. But I mean, I wouldn't waste my time if I didn't want to help you. you become better and right. believe in you. Right. <laughs> right. No, I know. But but I think some folks will look at it that way. Absolutely. It's like being defensive and don't tell me what I'm doing wrong. But and, you know, entrepreneurs is like working with entrepreneurs is totally different yeah. than like any corporate atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Right. Because we're 
in charge of our own lane and our own business and Absolutely. you know everything so mm -hmm. that's wild all right so great segue because this question <laughs> is about the biggest misconception mm -hmm. people have about success and how do you define your success personally the biggest misconception, uh, there's a few misconceptions about success. I think one is that the path looks linear. It does. It is not linear. Like there are so many missteps. There's so many side steps. <laughs> you will be punched in the Somersault. face, in the gut, tripped over, and then stepped on all at the same time before you feel like you have a win. <laughs> That's just the reality of it. But I think the biggest thing that I've learned is to not compare my journey to anyone else's or yeah. my success to anyone else's. And the way you define success is the standard you should hold yourself to. Mm -hmm. And that should be the only thing you're competing with. How do you become better for you? Mm -hmm. I've When I changed my mindset of what's this broker doing? What's that person doing? What's that entrepreneur doing? How much money are they making? How many deals? That was setting myself up to be sorely disappointed in mm -hmm. myself instead of focusing on what did I do this year? What did I do this right. month? What did right. I do, do today? And how will I be better tomorrow? How do I change my behavior to become better for me? Yep. Um, and I, I think that is a huge, a huge component of it. Another thing I've learned with success is your mental state and your happiness is so much more important in how it shapes how your business will grow. Yep. And I've neglected my health and my mind <laughs> and my heart because I have needed to focus on what am I doing for my business. And the, as soon as I started focusing on taking care of me mm -hmm. and doing things that were fun for me and made me happy outside of the office, my productivity in the office started to skyrocket. Mm -hmm. And that's so, so important. It's not about finding balance. I don't believe in the concept of balance at all. <laughs> I believe in boundaries. Boundaries are important. And setting yourself up uh, to be well-rounded is so crucial for how you set yourself up for success. The mindset piece is so underrated, so underrated. though. That's what I think, though. I, as far as, as far as, Okay, so I know you go to dance classes, mm -hmm. right? And you're doing these self-care components. Yep. And so, because I do the same thing, mm -hmm. right? Like, oh, I, I have to do this, I have to do that. And there's times where I'm like disappointing myself mm -hmm. because I'm not doing what I said I was going to mm -hmm. do. So, so again, we're harder on ourselves. And like the, the, the <laughs> fear of disappointing myself is like even harder. But mm -hmm. I think it's really important for, for a lot of women to hear because... As I feel the same way as far as like just being happy, right? My happiness is how I, that's my success, mm -hmm. right? Getting to where I, you know, wanted to be when I hit those goal lines or those markers that I set out for myself. This, I remember a couple of months ago, I was like, God, I feel like super slow. Like my business isn't the same. Mm -hmm. And I said, you know, let me sit down. I want to run my numbers. And then I look and I'm like, wait a second. I'm up 35%. Yeah. What am I even <laughs> yeah. talking about? But again, it was like that mental check that I yeah. needed. And, um, you know, even if it's taking a quick trip and mm -hmm. decompressing to remind yourself yeah. that I need this break so I can reset. And I think you're the same way, like getting creative 
I was just about to say that. You yeah. need, mm-hmm. you creative people cannot just go, 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 no. go. You can't force that. Like you have to be around someone that, around things or environments to, to feel inspired to then create. Totally. I, I had that aha moment probably six months ago where I'm like, I'm living, I'm waking up and going, to, like I'm living in my office. But traveling such a huge component of my life. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's one of the most, outside of my business, one of the most important things to me because I love meeting new people and new cultures. I love being in, in places where I don't understand the language and I have to figure it out. And I wasn't traveling for so long because I didn't want to go on vacation and didn't want to take time away. And then I started recognizing, how do I incorporate that into my life where that actually fuels the business and the Mm -hmm. creativity? Now I go on vacation. All I need to do is I leave for two or three days. I come back with such different perspective because I am a creative person. You need to to find the things. Who are you at your core? How do you Mm -hmm. identify those things and how do you fuel that? Because that is going to breed life into everything else. Mm -hmm. And if you let that, if you let that light start to dim, you're just going to lose concentration. You're going to lose focus and you're going to lose the sparkle that makes you so special in your business. Right. Totally agree. Totally agree. The creativity components. So important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, No, I know. (laughs) I believe me. It's, it's, that's what sets my soul on fire is Mm -hmm. creating. Um, Okay. So we have... Um, selling the Hamptons next season is going to be coming out hopefully very soon. <laughs> so I need to know. Yes. Uh, behind the scenes, mm-hmm. there's got to be some like crazy moments that have happened. Mm-hmm. I need to know your most embarrassing moment. Um, I have a lot of embarrassing moments. Some made it onto the show. <laughs> Others thankfully did not. I have to say my most embarrassing, though, uh, did actually make it on. Um, and it was in the last <laughs> episode. Do you know what I'm talking no, about? No, oh. I'm just excited. Um, so we go, Peggy and I go horseback riding. Um, and we started the scene by like, I don't need a helmet. Like, I'm I'm a, actually a very experienced horseback rider. I did not know that. I am. Like, I grew up going down south and out west, like, on ranches and actually spending time with horses and riding them. And I'm like, I don't need it. I've never worn a helmet horseback riding. I'm going to be fine. I fell off the horse. And I was like, there is no way they will put this on because. It's like dangerous. Like it's dangerous. It was I. It was so embarrassing. I bounced up. I was flung off the horse and I bounced up so fast. Not only did they show it on the show, they did it in slow motion on repeat. I love the producers oh, like, already. <laughs> I was asking everyone, I'm like, you're not going to put that in because, like, everyone, the film crew was like, <gasps> when it happened, yeah, well, they're like, I mean, I was, something could have really happened. Oh my gosh, totally. Yeah. I was, I bounced <laughs> up like I was on a trampoline. Oh my so God. Fast. That's so crazy. That was mortifying. And uh, thank you <laughs> for putting that in the show. Um, but then there was definitely a few times where I'm like, uh, was asked questions or was in houses and they're like, well, what bay, what ocean? And I'm like, how am I forgetting my geography right now? Like I know every detail about this house and every construction nut and bolt. 
how am I losing my GI? So fortunately, a lot of that didn't make it in, but you just like get nervous that the TV nerves are a real thing. Well, I know. <laughs> and, and we're, I mean, getting in front of a camera too, for, for a lot of people is just scary in mm-hmm. general. So I applaud you. Yep. I'm glad you're okay. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Okay, so I we can't end this without talking about the dating scene. Yes. Because oh, the dating scene. Yeah, I mean you know. we talk <laughs> I talk to friends all the time and it's like a war zone out there. Yes it is. So so I mean you live in New York City. I do. What's it like out there? Mm-hmm. A jungle? So I'm gonna be really honest. Um I'm not much into the de- dating scene. Um personally for me right now because I feel like it's very hard as a young woman entrepreneur who's very heavily focused on her career Mm -hmm. to find someone that is not distracting to my business, but also aligns with my career aspirations. Mm -hmm. Uh, I am a long time dater, so I'm not like, I'm not looking for a fling. Yeah, I'm not looking for forever, but I'm also not here to waste time. So, Yeah, it's, um, I've done the app thing. Uh, I don't love the apps because it's a lot of small talk conversation nonsense. Yeah. I'm no, I'm no nonsense. (laughs) Yeah. That's a fact. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so I can't say dating's that fun for me or what I'm focused on right now. What about you? Are you dating? Oh, this is about you today. (laughs) Wow. That was good. That was really good. (laughs) But um, I I do agree. I think it's very hard. Morgan and I talk about this Mm -hmm. all the time. You know, finding somebody that's that's going to help lift you up because a strong woman, uh, Elena Cardone, always talking about Mm -hmm. this. Women have to do everything, right? And it's not a knock to men. It's just that we have to be multi-pronged in being able to do everything, Mm -hmm. being a mom and being a wife and being able to... Uh, have this amazing career building businesses. We do a lot, right? So I applaud you and your business and everything that you're doing. You're so inspirational. I love learning from you and, you know, just being around. And I'm excited (laughs) for our weekly meetings in New York City. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) But, okay, so part of Driven Women Unfiltered Mm is um you know having a fun little question at the end and so okay. i'm gonna be easy on you because morgan is not, not. right <laughs> with me and literally i have, like fall off the couch sometimes uh-oh but travel enthusiasts mm-hmm. okay so <clears throat> you find a bag of a million dollars on the side of the road okay and you can go to one country Ooh. and do something amazing with it. Oh. Whether it's stay there for a year and do your business there or buy yourself real estate mm. or whatever. Mm. What would you do with that million bucks? And where would you go? Oof. So what I would probably do, this probably isn't the most exciting answer, but I <laughs> would probably buy... Property in Tuscany. I've always wanted to own and operate um, a bed and breakfast. I don't cook, but I feel like I would bring the right people around me. But like, I feel like that's my energy and attitude. So I would love to own a villa in Tuscany and do wine and cooking classes and operate it like a bed and breakfast. And that is exactly what I would do. (laughs) I'm going to be your first guest. Yes, (laughs) please. (laughs) All right. So 
where can everyone find you? This is your camera over here. Um, contacts, yes. um, apps, wherever. Instagram, everything, at Bianca D'Alessio on all TikTok, Instagram threads, but Instagram is where you will find me most. Um, you could also always con- contact me uh, at my website. And I'm even going to give my phone number because Do like, it. 914-282-8898. If you're ever looking to buy real estate in New York City or anywhere else, or just talk to a friendly woman entrepreneur, I'm always here to be a resource because... This is what I live for, and I have so much fun doing it. Amazing. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here. Bianca D'Alessio. Until next time, guys. Until next time.